So welcome back to the Iced Coffee Hour. You got uh, Graham, you got Jack. We got a very special guest for you who is uh, sitting in the other room right now. We're, we're doing some social distancing. This is one I'm really excited about doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking about everything from business ventures. We're going to be talking about investing. Uh, we're going to be talking about some very intense uh, debates, topics, business. Uh, we got a, we got a book here, philosophy. And uh, with that said, we're we're going to announce our guest right over here. Also, we've made approximately I think like sixteen hundred. Sorry, I don't have the exact number. I know you guys want to hear it, but I usually just reserve that statistic for when Graham and I are together. But we have a guest. You guys wanted it. It's like sixteen hundred dollars. There so. we go. That's how much we've made so far for the podcast. So welcome, Dax Flame, to the. 11th ever episode of the Ice Coffee Hour. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Doing super well. Really yeah. excited to uh, to meet you and have you on. Yeah, this was actually something I was I was so looking forward to this. I'm actually I might actually have to move my uh, my mm -hmm. yeah. mic over here because we're gonna do more talking over here. This is something I was really looking forward to. Me too. Uh, and by the way, guys, if you're wondering why we're in different rooms, we're social distancing right now. We're being responsible. So, so welcome. And uh, just to give you, uh, you all a little introduction on who Dax is, he's an OG YouTuber. So at one point he was the 16th most subscribed channel on YouTube. And uh, around what year was that, Dax? 2007. 2007. Wow. So, I mean, I was nine. That's crazy. Nine at that time, so. But Graham, you're the same age as me? 28? 30. Okay. Yeah, just turned 30. Uh, by the way, Quick off-topic tangent here. I posted my first YouTube video in 2000, I think six or seven. Believe it or not, there's a YouTube video of me playing the drums in 2007. Really? Really? Huh? Yeah, I'm sure I can find it. So, what first yeah. made you want to make a YouTube video, Dax? Just to express myself and share some of my feelings with people, and kind of just seeing that this thing called video blogging existed, and wanting to like uh, do some of that myself. Keep a di video diary entry. Um, um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was 2007 as well. So similar timeline, 15 years old. You're 15. Well, I guess you were 17. Yeah. What was that like to have a few of your videos just take off? I mean, I, I know some of those early videos for you, like for a million views on a plat, like a brand new platform. Nobody would seen that before. Yeah. It was very, very interesting and very, very cool. Uh, and it just felt like a whole swarm of people in a way it felt like the whole world was watching But at the same time I knew it wasn't really but it felt that way sort of to an extent because at that point You haven't yet seen the world when you're that young mm -hmm. and so it feels very big and Just a wild experience Did you did you get recognized back then? Was that, not was while it... I was making videos not till after I quit making videos because then I quit uh, I quit making videos around 17 um, or no, like 16 or something, and uh, and then I acted in movies. Uh, shortly after I graduated high school at 18, I acted in Project X, and that movie got, uh, that movie was, uh, so then I got recognized from that, but mostly from 21 Jump Street, which I acted in the, the following year. Um, so I acted in 21 Jump Street the following year. They both were released in 2012. So after they were released, I went and traveled lots, and I wrote a book, and then I uh, moved to L.A., and um, yeah, yeah. Why did you stop making YouTube videos when you were coming near, like, the peak of your YouTube success? Because uh, I had, I just didn't want to make them anymore. Um, yeah, I just didn't feel like making videos anymore. 
was there something that happened or was there something with it that sparked it where one day you woke up it's like you know what it's not into it today was there was there something that led up to that or was you just tired of it i don't really remember uh also today my memory is really foggy because i was telling you i didn't sleep really well yeah so i am not as sharply focused as i usually am you're okay <laughs> so i can yeah. only imagine being at the top of YouTube at the time, obviously YouTube wasn't as prolific as it is now, but were you like the cool kid on campus since you had, you know, like a hundred thousand subscribers? No, cause no one cared about YouTube back then. Huh. Dax, you, yeah. have you considered starting a TikTok? Someone told me to, maybe I would to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any TikTok ideas, but maybe it seems like a good, th- like a vital part of being an influencer, they say. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I would do it. I get. I gave in. I thought it was. I thought it was stupid. I I seriously thought like, what's the point of this? And then I started seeing everybody come up on. It. I'm like, wait, it's like maybe maybe there's something. I said the same thing about Instagram though. I thought it was the stupidest thing. And then I realized like you have to do it. So how about this? Uh, if you create uh, a TikTok by the time this post on Sunday, I'll link mm. it in the description. Okay. But if it's not in the description, that means you've decided not to do it. That's a good idea. Okay. I All right. I have other mm. things that oh. I would be interested in talking about that I think could be linked to in the description, but I can run them by you and see what you think. Yes. So I think I think everyone has a pretty good understanding of who you were. You were featured in a couple mainstream films and, uh, you know, your YouTube fame. How... How was it acting in, in Project X and 22 Jump Street? How was that that change from being on YouTube to all of a sudden like being catered to and uh, like being in mainstream film? Really fun to be in Hollywood movies. It, it, it's so fun. Um, 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 yeah, it's such a good experience. Did mm. people... Because I know you don't work at the ice cream shop anymore. Oh, yeah. So should I explain that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. maybe we could give a little bit of background on the ice cream man. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, people may not know. This uh, a famous content creator, iDubbbz, mm-hmm. made like a documentary about Dax. And oh, I'm, about... So, I'm so curious about that. Do you want me to summarize that? Yeah, yes, please. Really quick, though. How did that happen? Because I love his content, and I love the documentary style. And when I saw that come up, I was like, oh, well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Cool. So, uh, so yeah, Macy and I watched it, and we were immediately like... Did you know who I, I was before that? No. Oh, cool. Uh-uh. Interesting. So that was really cool. And yeah. then we're like, wait a second. It was Macy's idea. It's like, we should reach out. And you got back to me immediately. Yeah. And so I, we're watching it. As you're getting back to me, it was like the craziest thing. I was so excited. Yeah, I've heard about you through um, YouTube yeah. and uh, see your thumbnails pop up a lot. Like, I react to how they spend money. Yes. Um, yeah. So so that's interesting to me, too, because I am not good with money. But I've trying, been trying to educate myself more. Um, and so that's what excited me so much, too. Um, so I uh, got famous on YouTube. I acted in those movies. Traveled around, wrote some books, moved to L.A. All my opportunities dried up, so I needed to find a way to make money. Tried to create an invention. That invention did not pan out. Had to find another job. Started driving Lyft and a food delivery job. Got a job at an ice cream shop. That ice cream shop job lasted about 15 months. About 12 months into it, uh, I, I ran into iDubbbz, uh, Ian, and he uh, was really nice nice when I when I met him uh really nice person 
And he uh, had asked me if I wanted to meet up for lunch to discuss a documentary idea. And so he just said, yeah, I would like to do that. And I'd watched his Full Force one, and I thought it was really good. So then we decided to do it. And then a month or so later, we started to record it. And then uh, I was just with them for a week. And, uh, and then I would just keep in touch via text. And then it came out recently. So it's been really exciting. About a week ago, it came out. Um, so that's how it came to fruition and how it all happened. What an exciting time it's been. Um, so lucky. Uh, yeah, really good time. Really great experience. How do you run into Ian? How did that happen? Uh, I went to a party at Jack's Films House uh, because I know Jack from YouTube. Um, yeah. That's crazy, though, that you just coincidentally met Idubs and he knew of you and you knew of him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And what was it like meeting him? Is he is he like he is on on camera? Because I'm actually I'm a huge Idubs fan as well. Yeah, I think I'd met him before. Well, I know I'd met him before too, but hadn't talked to him a whole lot. But I talked to him there, and he was just so nice. Um, um, yeah, he's just nice, really nice person. And uh, like a, a whenever you're at a party and you don't know a lot of people, it's nice to have someone you can talk to for a, for a bit. And so that was that was very nice running into him and good presence that's the thing i like about youtube is because everybody watches each other you can meet a brand new person who you never know before but it's like you're instantly friends because you've seen them for so much like Mm -hmm. i've met some of my best friends through youtube we've like we've maybe watched each other on youtube for like a year or two years and then you meet and you're like instant friends because you know about each other already like you already know you're gonna get along yeah so that's it's fantastic for meeting people and i had not seen a whole lot of things but i i just whenever i had met him uh, I thought he was so nice. I just looked him up again that night mm-hmm. and watched a few of his videos and watched the Full Force one. And I was like, oh, wow, I really like this. I loved the Full Force one. Yeah. Loved Airsoft it. Fatty is like such a nice seeming, interesting person. He is. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's exciting. And and his video is on trending. Yeah. I think it was number two trending. It didn't make it to number one, though. Mm-hmm. Number two. So yeah. when you met him at the party... Is that when he came up with the idea to have the ice cream man? It wasn't something that he had thought of before, but it was when he met you, learned that you were working at an ice cream shop at the time, and then decided to make a documentary. I don't know. I can't remember if we discussed working at an ice cream shop till we had lunch and discussed the documentary or at the party. Mm. I don't remember. Um, Yeah, I don't remember. About how long ago was this? October, uh, mid-October of 2019. So no, you 2000, fil- yeah, 2019. So you filmed the documentary like a long time ago and it took him like seven months to get it all ready to go and edit. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, a man named Dane uh, was a really talented editor who edited the whole thing. And then Ian edited parts of it too, I think. I'm not exactly sure, but they worked together with someone named Ben and they're all really good. Yeah, I can't imagine the amount of filming and work that goes on behind that and planning. Yeah. It's just insane to put that together. It's like, it, it doesn't surprise me that it would take many months to craft something like that to release it. Did you make a documentary before? The the closest one, I, I made two that were semi. One was with this guy, Ben Mala, and I flew to Florida to learn about his story. I spent the entire day filming with him, and then I spent about 18, maybe 20 hours straight editing the entire video together. And mm. then uh, Pokimane did a video with her, and I tried to make it more documentary style. I did my best, 
it's tough. I mean, that was a solid, I don't know, 15, 12 hours of, of editing. Just editing that went into that. Not to mention all the planning and the filming and the background work and the coordinating. I mean, there's so much that went into to making like a 20-minute video. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a good creative challenge. Something I want to do more of. Yeah. It is fun. Yeah. Like, I look at that. Like, like Ian's video is inspiration for me. Yeah, that's it's just, cool. Seeing how that was just constructed to me was like, wow, like that's what that's what I would love to do one day, like something similar to that. Well, that's exciting. That's the really finance cool. version of that, the money version. Yeah, there's you could probably find a you. You could probably find a money YouTuber to make that documentary about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, the possibilities are limitless. So if anyone's watching, call, the, the do you call yourself you know, a money YouTuber or like a, a finance YouTuber? It's it's so hard. I I hate saying. I, I usually go with finance. But most people think finance is really boring. So it's like, what do you make money with? Oh, invest. I just say kind of like I make video investing on YouTube, but I try to steer away. Usually I just tell them, I'm in real estate. That's that's cool. usually the go-to is real estate. Okay, cool. So it just saves, saves a whole bunch of, because nobody gets it otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Did people recognize you for, uh, when you were working at the ice cream shop often? Yeah, a lot of people recognize me at the ice cream shop. What do you think you were recognized mostly for? 21 Jump Street. Yeah, that's that's how I knew of you. It was 21 Jump mm-hmm. Street and then the Jubilee video that you were in as well. But we'll, we'll cover that in a little oh, bit. Oh, maybe we should just talk about it now. You want to? Guess what we all have in common. All three of us. Jubilee videos and yeah. Loft. Yeah. Well, I've never had a chatting with, but I've been in a Jubilee video, yes. Oh, and awesome. What Jubilee video were you in? Um, People are going to find it. Yeah, yeah, you could bleep, bleep it. How about this? You bleep it out and if okay, someone finds it, they find um, it. It's, also, me and you were both on PewDiePie. Yes. Oh, wow. That's true. Wow. I mean, that's a flex. That is a huge flex. That is, on. okay. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, I was... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then what you, what you were in? Mine was uh, Millionaire versus Minimum Wage Worker. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I don't remember it that much. But I have definitely seen that. Yeah. Oh, and then do all millionaires think the same? Or maybe I saw that one. Yeah. That was the more recent one, but the first one was a bigger video. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, exciting stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, in that, in the Jubilee video you were in, essentially the, the premise is you have two different teams. Each team is comp- uh, comprised of three people, and they have to try to either like choose blue or choose red. And if both teams choose blue, then they get to split a pot of money. If one chooses blue, one chooses red, the red team gets to take the entire pot of money. If both teams choose red, both teams get nothing. Mm-hmm. You were the only person out of all six people that were in it that wanted to share the money. Oh, yeah. Everyone else yeah. wanted to, to steal it. Yeah. I share it. I mean, that's what I, I'd be in the same position yeah. as you. I'd just be like, guys, let's, it's guaranteed. Let's just share it. Right. We each walk away a winner. True, true. That's that's a good point. It's um, it's, yeah, it, it is a big uh, conundrum, yeah. the prisoner's dilemma. Yep. When Idubs and you filmed Ice Cream Man, did he have an outline already prepared, or was it a rough outline, or did you guys kind of just go with the flow when you were filming it? We didn't have any specific plan for the documentary. He just wanted to, I think, film a week with me. And see where it went. And I think he knew that he wanted to help me create something. And so whenever he was thinking about the game show or something, I, th- I think this is how it went. I think he was just like, oh, yeah, I love this idea and that we'd like to help you make it. So that was really a very lucky 
set of circumstances for me to get to create something, uh, just have someone fund it for me and everything and help me produce it. Uh, so, so that was amazing. And now my goal is to make more smoothie madness. I want to sell it to a network and, uh, create a full series, a full season. And, uh, I also might in the meantime, since I don't know how long that would take, I might like to self-produce a few episodes, but I'm very nervous about, can I say, we say the illness, I'm very nervous about the virus. Mm -hmm. And so I might have to find out a way to do a socially distanced version of it. Can you give a little outline of what smoothie madness is? So yeah. Is the sunlighting? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, Smoothie Madness is a game show I made uh, with Ian and Dane and Ben uh, and Will Osmond's Kitchen. Uh, it's a it's a game show about like making smoothies. It's just a health themed game show, um, and it went really well. Like I was very awkward for a first time host, so I have to like work on that and try and figure out how to be more um, charismatic. And so, yeah, it was, it was it was a hit, though. Everyone loved it, so that's really exciting. It was fun to watch yeah, because yeah, it was it's, different. It's fun and entertaining. Yeah, I like, by the way, how it what how it how it seemed to be a bit unplanned. Yeah, I mean, there's some structure, but but there are a lot of things that you're just like, what do we do? Okay, and you kind of make it up a little bit as you go, depending on the situation. Like I liked that because it I think people can relate to something raw. Yes, that's what I liked about it. But my question is. We're going to talk a little money here. Why sell it? Because this is something easy enough that you would be able to do on your own. You could keep 100% of the revenue. You don't have to share it with anybody. This is easy enough where you just you make a Smoothie Madness YouTube channel. And then as you grow it, you start getting sponsors to that. Then imagine you start getting like, uh, what is it, G Fuel. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you, you, G Fuel pays you like 30 grand to, to figure out a smoothie with G Fuel in it. And a million people watch that video. Now it's sponsored by G Fuel. And you could do that with like other products and blenders. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you could do with that. And each episode, I bet, could be filmed for, I don't know, under a thousand bucks. If you're willing to put in a lot of the work behind the scenes, it's really just the equipment, getting people on, having them sign a release, the ingredients. I'd say about a thousand dollars. It's better. Hire two people for the day to help you out, a thousand bucks. That's a good point. And something I should maybe ask you more about, which could lead me into asking you about, in business, the most important thing is to know why you're doing it, right? You, you need to know what your motive is. If it's business, it, do, it doesn't make money. I mean, really, that's, that's it. Is it a viable way to make money for, for business? But if you get into a new venture, you need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why do I want this money? So you just answered the question of do why do I want money? Fund my game show. Cause you just said it would cost a thousand dollars per episode. Threw that number out. I bet you could do it for less. Oh yeah, you no, want to bootstrap yeah. it. That's perfect. Yeah. So if I can make enough money to start paying a thousand dollars or say five hundred dollars per episode, mm-hmm. I could make it on my own. So let's, how do I make money? Let's 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 go back a little. Let's figure out how much realistically this would cost you. Smoothie. Realistically, I bet you you could do it. Do you have a camera? No, I have an iPhone six, but I'm 
probably just going to success. Okay, so but here, I'm probably yeah. going to buy a better camera so, soon. So here's the equipment you would need. You would need two lava, maybe three lavalier microphones. Three lavaliers. So I would say six hundred dollars okay. for that. You need maybe two to three cameras. Okay. So let's say you buy them used, six hundred dollars a camera. That's eighteen hundred dollars. Tripods, Perfect. lighting. Or maybe at three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollar investment up top. Um, let's let's even round it up to thirty five hundred because we're going to add blenders into the mix. I'd say thirty five hundred dollars. I have the blenders. You have you have the blenders. So just three thousand. <laughs> three thousand bucks. Uh, that's really what I think it would take is three thousand dollars. You need a space to film in. That's what you start off with. Then you need the ingredients and uh, and then people to run the cameras uh, and maybe an editor. Yes. Um, which maybe so three thousand down payment 3000 down per episode maybe add in a 500 yeah 500 so so the ingredients let's just say 100 bucks 120 dollars for ingredients you'd have to pay people to get on which i'm sure at this point people are willing to do it for free but since no, you don't no you have to pay them but okay but since you don't well you don't want subscribers like fans going on and doing it you want it to be like real honest like people Yeah i want down them the to have a reward okay so another few hundred bucks to pay them I think you could do a lot of the filming yourself if you don't mind just running around there, turning on the cameras, doing it yourself. Maybe one person to help you out. Yeah. Pay that person 100 bucks for the day. You could edit yourself if you want to. Uh, so you could technically do this for maybe four or 500 bucks an episode okay. if you do a lot of the work yourself. I don't think you would be profitable in the beginning unless you get a sponsor up front. Mm. So you could, what I would probably do, is do one episode and use that almost like a proof of concept. So you would have to come up with the oh, money up front. Yeah. I know you already had the episode. Do one more. Okay. Because right now That's you got to... That's what I want to do. One yeah. more? Yeah. You got to do one more episode because right now any sponsor, I think, would look at that one video and be like, okay, well, obviously it has a lot of views, but that's because of, of iDub's video. Yeah. Everyone's coming and they're, of course they're going to like, what can you do on your own independent from him? So they're going to want to see that. Mm. If you could show that you're getting fifty or 60,000 views, it would be a lot easier for you to go to a business or ask for some sort of sponsorship or, or something that would at least pay your overhead in the beginning. That's, so that's least, a good idea. You do it for free. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. So you do the first ones for free, and then as you start building up momentum, you get ad revenue. You could maybe look into some affiliates of some sort. Blenders. Yeah. You could, you could, you could affiliate market blenders. You maybe get a few bucks per one that you sold. I think they would be, every, anyone watching it would probably want to support you at this point. Maybe a Patreon for some behind-the-scenes look into this, I think would be... $10 a month, $15 a month, and they get access to all the behind-the-scenes footage? Because you're going to have a condensed-down version, but what about behind-the-scenes as you're kind of figuring out what to do? You're going to have a lot of footage. What to do with that? Sell it. So I think in the beginning, you're not going to make much money. At the best-case scenario, you'll break even, but I think over a few months, if you if you do like an episode a week, I think there's money to be made in that. Excellent advice. Thank you. You're welcome. And then you could always expand from there. And I think you can go crazier by like upping the ante. Like, as you start making more money, reinvest it back into the channel. Be like, okay, today, guys, we're giving away, like, a, a 1998 Honda Civic. Like, it's like something, just something. You give mm -hmm. people, like, a crazy prize. You, you, change up, you could change up the rules in every yes. single episode. So no episode's the same. Mm -hmm. Like, today we got a special episode where you could put, like, you know, you could, you could set, you know, I know you said the sabotage thing, but they could, they could put an ingredient in there. And then you have someone blindfolded in the back taste testing or something crazy. That's, yeah. I agree. There's a lot of ways you can go with that. Totally. That might be my first step right now is, uh, what is your, uh, coaster? Oh, $20 bill. Oh, wow. It's, uh, is I, that I, normal or just for the podcast? That's just, 
Just for the podcast, these are I bought them on Amazon. It's fake. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it has some uh, some some I believe they're Chinese symbols on the side, so you can't like. But they it's just a funny little thing. I bought them gotcha. for thumbnails, and then now we use them as coasters. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's my thought. Don't sell it. Cool. It's better. It's better you do it on your own, especially now. People can do everything pretty much on their own. They don't need to sell anybody. They don't need to to get picked up by a network. You are now your own network. I think there's a lot of excitement around Smoothie Madness right now. Yeah. And obviously you can't really film it due to quarantine. Well, I'm, I, I had an idea to just film trivia version. How would you do that? Well, round three is just trivia. Like, like yeah. there wouldn't be the most essential ingredient, which is the blending and making a smoothie. But people would like it as a holdover and that's the benefit of selling to a network is they might know how to build a studio big enough to where you can do it socially distanced i don't don't think there's any rush to like imagine um everyone's saying adult swim or imagine the food network or um yeah you know what i would do if you're worried about everything is just make smoothies yourself what make them yourself just, just oh, do smoothie. they pick the ingredients and I blend them. Yes, is is so what? So two things. One, if you want to involve your your audience, you get them to make a suggestion of what you make a smoothie of. Could be anything. People could say like put salmon in the smoothie. Like like what? Just any ingredients that people upvote in the comments. Like just say this. Whatever people comment, I'm gonna pick the top five things in a week, and I'm gonna make a smoothie out of it, and I'm gonna drink it. You know, within reason, of course. But I need to have contestants. No, no. But this this would just be you in the beginning. You would you would get the top ingredients from people, whatever they suggest. You would film yourself going to the store, buying the ingredients, having it all laid out. And then you have a blender. You put it in the blender. And then you, you do it yourself and you rate it. Um, kind of like report of the week, except you would make your own smoothie. And that might help build some momentum. At least you build an audience around what you what you like. That's a good idea. I I like both of these. Thank thank you. Thank you. That is a great idea I hadn't thought of. Yeah. Either of those. Do honestly right now, do as much as you can on your own in the very beginning. Grow it now. Like even tonight you get back, I would start posting on videos on posting. Have you on watched YouTube. Hot Ones? What's up? Hot Ones? Yes. That's a good show. Great that would show. be a good thing for me to follow. Yes. Exactly. I I would do something like that, but in the beginning, I would just do you. You don't have to worry about meeting any new people. You could, you could film on your own time, your own schedule. Right now, I think you got so much momentum. I think it's really important just to carry that momentum. Yes. Because what I've noticed is, on YouTube is like you have this small little window that opens up every now and then. And if you don't jump through that window, it closes up, and then you got to find another window. So you, I think you got yeah. the window open It only right comes now. every five or so years. I don't, I don't know how often windows happen. Maybe it's more... It's pro- you're probably about right. Yeah, I like every say, five or so years, sometimes longer, sometimes yeah. less, sometimes not at all. Yep. I would say that's a, that's been about true. Maybe every five years or so, some opportunities come up that's like, yeah, take it. So I think now you got a window, and I think it, it's just worth it. you just got to, like, double down right now. Yes. Make the smoothie content, or just anything. But I would do the smoothie content on your channel. Post, like, every other day, every three days. You'll build so much more momentum than if you don't do anything for a month and then you come back into it. Mm, okay. You yeah. could find the people on Craigslist too. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good way to find some random that, people. That's how we did it. That's how we did it. What would be even funnier is go on Model Mayhem. Get some like professional models. Seriously, that would be amazing. 
That would be so interesting. I, I just like it to be a... I guess that would be a different theme. I mean, I could do different themed episodes, like model yeah. smoothie madness. That would that would be a million view video. I kid you not. Yeah. Maybe for one of them, but I would <laughs> like it to be open to everyone. Yes. Yeah. No, maybe. Yeah. No, I agree. But like splitting it up, like one episode. <laughs> yeah. That's that's smart that you'd have like a dynamic theme, like yeah. constantly changing the rules, changing you know the yes. type of contestant that you have I was thinking on. maybe have Brett come back and host the second yes. episode and I can kind of learn from him a little bit maybe Leticia moves on to the second round uh winner winner moves on winner moves on loser hosts co-hosts I I still think that you you should you, you're a good host Yeah no co-host Oh okay on the topic back on the topic of ice cream man were you nervous for this video Yeah sure I was nervous filming uh uh but I get nervous all the time, so I don't mind being nervous. You just you just move right through it, and then for it coming out, I wasn't nervous. I was just busy because uh, I wrote this new book and I wanted to get it finished. Uh, and I'm gonna release it. It's live actually now, but I haven't announced it. It's on Amazon, so I'm gonna announce that. I brought a copy to bring to you. Thank you. Tell us about the book. What is the book? Um, you'll like the title. It's. Dax Flame's Guide to Making Money as an Influencer. Ooh. And it's autographed for you. Thank you. Can I, can I grab it? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Do you like that title? I do. Let's see. There we go. I'm going to keep this. Wow, look at it. It says, it, you get the little tape, so it's official, not for resale. Oh, I mean, that's because it's a proof copy. So, so the, the official copies won't have that. So you have one of a kind. The only other person who has that is me. I, have wow. two, I printed two proof copies, first two copies in existence. Wow. So you have one of them. So you should save that. It's worth a lot of money. Maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday. Maybe if people like it. <laughs> that's awesome. So tell us about the book. What is the book about? Also, this little drawing I brought, if you want it. It says Ice Cream Man. Yes! Um, oh, you know, I'll have to frame that. That's cool. Some man hired me to draw him a tattoo, and that was the design he didn't want to use. And uh, and then I added to it a little. Wait a second. Wait, this is even more. Wait, wait. So you designed someone's tattoo? Yeah. Someone messaged me on Instagram, so I drew their tattoo. How, how did the, when, when did that happen? A couple days after uh, everything came out. Did he send you a picture of the tattoo? He hasn't gotten it yet. Oh, okay. When is he going to get it? Because if we could put, if we could put a screenshot here, if yeah, you tell I'll, me, I'll, if you I'll message us, him and see. Yeah. Um, How about this? If you message him and say, if he gets a tattoo and sends a picture, we'll put it. We'll put it on here. If he gets it before Saturday morning. Yeah. I'll right. I will message him. Saturday morning. You can yeah. Turn it up. Okay. If anyone ever wants a tattoo of the iced coffee hour or Graham, we'll put it on here. <laughs> we'll feature it. I don't. I don't yeah. know if I. That's a. Isn't that a lot of pressure that like what you drew is going to be on someone's body forever no because he he wanted he said just do whatever i would i would feel on like if some people take tattoos very lightly yeah yeah i look at that and like that's a permanent decision that's that's on like i'm gonna have to be 80 years old and and look at that he venmoed me a hundred bucks what's up he venmoed me a (laughs) hundred bucks well for a hundred that changes everything yeah and uh and he took the one that was the least effort like i just drew a dog and he liked that best you know what? That's a story, though. Yeah, that's a story. When you're out with your buddies, you say, "Hey, look at look at this." Guess what? Yeah. That, that, it's it's a story behind it. That's true. Wow, that's incredible. But tell us about the book. The book is called Dax Flame's Guide to Making Money as an Influencer. Okay. 
Uh, how much much of your audience wants to make money make money as an influencer? I would say honestly, I would say about five percent of my audience would want to be an influencer and make money. I'd say the other ninety five care about personal finance, but I'd say five percent. Okay, maybe so this could be a good book for yeah. just about all of them, I guess. Like because the other person people care about finance. Yeah, yeah, it's about it's about starting a business. The book is mm-hmm. about attempting to start a business. Yeah. Um, did you check out either of the websites I sent you? I did. Oh, awesome. Uh, is it okay if I go into my questions at all? Of course. Let's 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 do it. We got we got other questions, and we'll so we'll save them. But let's let's hear what you have to say. So, the motive behind starting a business is the key to keeping motivated. Um. Um. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, why you want money, you'll just give up. So I know that I want to create more Smoothie Madness. I know I want to write fun my screenplays. And so having this in mind, I can approach these different business. I know I don't want to work in an ice cream shop. So having that in mind, I can approach these different business opportunities and see if I can uh, make something out of them. It's, it's sometimes it's, it seems out of your depth, but you can't doubt yourself. So you just go for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I sent Graham these two websites I created wealthyinfluencer.com. Great domain name. Yeah. And then friendboom.com. Good domain name. Decent. Okay. Uh, but wealthy influencer is great. I prefer wealthy influencer. Yeah. That's a great versus friend boom. Um, friend boom is good once you learn what the site is about i think you yeah. know i will get your opinion on it because i don't know which one do you want to start with so let's start with friend boom okay no let's start with wealthy influencer because that's what the book is about okay the book is about early quarantine and starting a business in early quarantine all of a sudden i've got no money but i've got unemployment checks coming So all of a sudden I have all this free time and I'm just in my apartment with all this time in my hands, which in a way is a dream come true. Obviously the circumstances of the world were not good, but in that way it was good for me in that I got the unemployment. And so I created this website uh, and it was a like something I just threw myself into, wanted to see if I could start this business you know, teach people how to make money as an influencer. And there's a whole drama element to it that I wrote in the book. Uh, and, and, and honestly, I don't know if it will work out or not. Like at this point, once the documentary started coming out, I gave up on the website and started moving on to other things. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm here with you, I think it's a good time to revisit it. And, um, so wealthyinfluencer.com, you go there to learn how to make money as an influencer. Um, it has courses, it has a tool section, and it's not developed yet, but originally I was trying to see if I could just sell it. I wanted to see if I could sell it to someone. So I made a video website for sale, anyone interested in buying it. The feedback I mainly got was similar to the feedback I got when I was trying to sell my invention IP, which is, you can't sell a concept. I would agree with that. So, friendboom.com is where I'm going to try and do things right. Also, but you can sell a good domain name. Yes. So that is a great once in a lifetime domain name. You think? I would say it's a, it's, a, it's I would say it's a very it's a good domain name. 
How much is it worth, would you say? It's tough to sell domain names, I gotta say, because people are placing less emphasis on a good domain name and instead on, like, an app or something Mm -hmm. with an audience already attached to it. Fewer and fewer people are going to websites. What about a domain name that's written about in a book? Which book? That book. This book. It depends how many visitors you have. I mean, it's it's difficult to sell a concept, and it's very difficult to sell a domain name mm. unless you're selling a domain name that gets a lot of traffic or something that is associated with a brand. Like, what was it? Nissan.com. Do you see that? The guy, the guy, the guy owns Nissan.com, and I think Nissan, the the car manufacturer, offered Cease to buy and it. What's up? Cease and desist. They sent him that, but he he had I think in like the 80s or 70s. Uh, I think it was was some sort of product or something that was that was Nissan or it was like his last name or something. I forget what it oh. was, but he had the rights to that. Wow. So they they tried to get a cease and desist. The judge ruled that he has the right to own Nissan.com. And um, then they got in a big legal battle between the two. And then this guy, let's see if it's still let's see if it's still up. It's very interesting. If you go to Nissan.com, he uh, let's see, Nissan.com, let's see if it's still up there. It's like this really jinky-looking website. I really hope it's up here because it's a very interesting story. But they offered him like twenty million dollars to this website, or something, and he said no. He turned it down. So he sold. He didn't sell it. I don't believe so. Oh yeah, this is it. Here, Jack, you could put this on the thing. It says Nissan Motors lawsuit against us. It can happen to you or someone else. Nissan.com. That was the website up until maybe just recently. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so now you see it's NissanUSA.com is their website. But so that's a good point. So you need, so wealthy influencer won't be worth anything until it's developed. Correct. I okay. think realistically, your time is best spent developing, developing, developing um, Smoothie Madness. That's what I believe too. I think you, mm. you should really focus on Smoothie Madness, especially considering the fact that you have all of this, this outreach Specifically from the the ice cream man video, specifically wanting more smoothie yeah. madness. I mean, I agree completely. I just kind of thought, and this was back when before smoothie madness was like I knew if it was going to happen or not that I created this website. So now that it's like I have smoothie madness, I'll probably just shift my focus to that. But I since would. I was coming on here, I thought it was the perfect time to kind of get some kind of either finality about it or cl- closure or to get some invigoration yeah so it seems more the closure route but it does lead me into friend boom uh could i tell you about that yes friendboom.com is a really good idea that i wish existed and more so as an app friend boom the app uh which name could be changed if you don't think that's a great domain name um but i was even thinking of like selling that it'd be better to develop it first but i want to focus my energy on smoothie madness so this is a crazy idea that I don't know if it's good. You can tell me. Mm-hmm. But I was even going to just like list it on eBay and try and sell friendboom.com. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's a concept and a domain name. But I would agree to stay like with it or be the face of the company for many years. Um, so you would be getting friendboom.com and a guarantee that I would make one video about it once it's done. So what is friendboom? Think of Tinder, but you do it with a personality test. So you take a personality test and it tells you, and then the other person takes the personality test. And then if it it combines people, it matches people with who is most compatible. 
Um, additionally, also ask you about your availability each week. So each week you would tell them what your availability is. Also, sorry if this is not a good idea, but I'm just pitching it sort mm -hmm. of. So each week it tells you, you say, oh, I'm free Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I want to hang out with someone. And, uh, and then it matches you with someone who, who's compatible and free at the same times. Uh, you also say what kind of activities you're open to and it matches you like that. So it's like more of a sophisticated, like sort of matching up than like um, meetup.com or something. So it's a good way for people to meet each other, which will be really valuable in the post future when, you know, people are kind of separated. And it's something I wish existed because I love meeting people so much. Additionally, if you are someone who doesn't love meeting people because you don't know what to say and stuff, there will be certain uh, tools and games on, on the app where you set the phone in the middle of the table. You say, I want to do the conversation facilitator. And like, it'll, it'll like suggest different topics to talk about every five minutes. So it's like never an awkward moment. Uh, well, maybe you can't guarantee that, but never a silent moment. Um, and then, um, maybe like random little games you can do. So it just kind of facilitates friendship. Uh, and so it could be pretty cool. Like, like if you move to a new city, uh, it'd be perfect for that. Um, so that is my like idea of it. Do you think that would be good to sell on an auction? How much, or? how much would you sell it for? I'd probably set the reserve. What do you think? What, what do you think? I would take 5,000. Okay. But if I did it as an auction, it might go even higher. Would you invest in it? Here's the thing. Here's, here's my thought of it. Um, you making one video about it, that's really what you got to see that as. Is, is, is That's you sponsoring something. So whoever buys that, let's just They're say. They're getting a brand deal. They would want you to just make a video promoting something. So mm -hmm. it depends how many eyeballs you can get on that. Mm. Um, I, I think the idea is actually interesting. I really do. I think, I think it's, it's, it's fun. Um, my only thoughts are developing an algorithm like that and making an app that's actually functional is insanely expensive. Mm. So it's not something that people can just do in their spare time for like a thousand bucks. Maybe if they're really good at coding. But it'd be worth it, right? Potentially. Then you get into the issue of, uh, first of all, I don't know what the liability is if you get two people together and all of a sudden now someone steals something, you invite them into your house and all of a sudden now the watches are gone or the artwork is gone. But if or something. Tinder can do it, why couldn't anything, anyone else? You'd have to look into that. Just, okay. just, just a thought of yeah, mine. Yeah, if, for sure. Because when you match people based on an algorithm, you're, you're, my, my thought is with, with some of these dating apps is maybe it's a little bit more random. They just they throw everything together and it's up to you to say yes or no. Should, should but, I throw myself into this and like just be like, okay, there are these things that, uh, that are definitely going to be challenges and so hard to overcome. Uh, like, should I throw myself into that or should I, what I'm leaning towards, throw myself into my main passion, creativity, and think, we'll see, like, if I threw myself into the other thing, I could get rich and then I could use that money to fund my creativity. Here's the thing is I, I think... I, I think the friend boom idea is interesting. I think it's going to cost a lot of money to set it up. It's going to cost a lot of money to run it. It's going to be very time intensive to make that successful. It's a fun idea. I think it could be something where people would be like, okay, let's let's make a YouTube video today. Let's let's go on friend boom and see who we link up with and film it. it, it it's interesting in that sense. But if you're doing that to, to just so you could do your passion, better to do your passion. I think smoothie madness. You could just you could do way more. It would be way easier for you just make smoothies 
and yeah. not think about anything else. Just make smoothies. Here's the problem, though. I love making smoothie madness, but I'm worried about Corona. You did suggest some very good alternatives, and I need to think of that more. So maybe I shouldn't suggest any problems. I should just process this. Just solutions. No problems. Only solutions. Okay. I would, if, if I, I like were that. you, if I were you, the only thing I would do right now is tonight I would plan out. Uh, no, actually, here's what I would do if I were you. Tomorrow, I want you to, th- I, 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 sound, I sound demanding, I want you to do this. If it were me, if I were you, tomorrow, I would make a video. I'd plan it out tonight. I'd post it tomorrow. I'd say something like, hey, guys, I'm going to be making Smoothie Madness just me. This episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the top five ingredients that you comment down below and that you like to the top. After like two days, I'm going to go and buy those ingredients. I'm going to make a smoothie out of it, and I'll let you know how it tastes. Mm. No matter what it is, as long as it's not poisonous to me, I'll, I'll blend it, whether it's, it's steak, bananas, chocolate, whatever the top five are, you do it. It's going to get people really engaged in that video. And anyone who comments, especially if they're comments, they're going to be so excited that you go and make a video like this. That is a great idea. Can I do it not tomorrow? Because I want to put out the book tomorrow. Whenever you're ready. Because I don't want to put yeah. two videos out on the same day, right? Fair. You want to use the momentum that yeah. you have from iDubs, though. Yes. I mean, yeah. my only thought is the, the sooner you jump on it, the easier it's going to become to just to get that push. Mm. You know, that that's what I've always been like. It's just I'm always on it. Like as soon as I see something, it's just you, you got to get it done. Got to get it done. And it's just very like antsy. Mm. So I feel like the sooner you start, the moment more momentum that's going to build up over time. OK, that's my only thought. As far as the, the friend boom thing. I actually thought it was a really good idea, yeah. and when I when I saw your web page, I like I lit up because I thought it was such a cool idea, such a cool concept. But I would be open. Anyone who wants to take that idea, you can take it and make it because I would like to use it. But also, maybe I'm gonna make an auction, guaranteeing a, a brand deal or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. I th- I think if if you don't mind making videos on it or promoting it, then I think maybe it's sellable because people could say, okay, you're going to get X amount of views per video. Certain amount of people are going to and you get a there. website that's already been talked about on Graham's podcast. Exactly. So and he's we're, all about we're making the value go up. <laughs> and then and then Dax is going to be on the other side on eBay just bid, bidding it up. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't do that. That's illegal. Oh, I know. I guess right. What's up? That's illegal. Yes, if they is. catch you. Um, if they catch you. <laughs> oh, that's true. But I, would, I wouldn't do that. I but, believe you. Um, another thing. Okay. This was something that Ian suggested I talk about, and I thought it was great advice. Now, I have about ten or $12,000 saved, um, but I have more coming in through. That's money that I've saved because the unemployment checks have been a lot more than the restaurant I was working at. Mm-hmm. So I have that saved up, which is awesome. But I have even more coming in through book sales. Also, t-shirt sales. I don't know the numbers, but I think that should be a lot. So I might come to a point where I have $30,000. Maybe more. What should I do with that money? How much do you spend every month? Like $2,000 a month. Like, How does that break down? How much is your rent? $1,366. That's good for LA. Mm-hmm. That's good. And what about like car payment, insurance, gas? I think that I, I think everything comes out to like $1,600 or $1,650 and then I just pay for food and gas. 
Or sixteen, yeah. Okay, so all two, the necessities. So two thousand dollars a month. I don't buy any. I don't go anywhere right now. I'm just in quarantine. So yeah, like that's pretty much the minimum. Two thousand okay. dollars a month. Yeah. What about before quarantine? So I could yeah. live for if I do get up to thirty thousand bucks, I could live a full year without working. I could find a job way better than the sushi restaurant I was at because I worked at sushi for a bit after ice cream, and uh, that would be awesome to not work that long. Plus. In that time, I could develop Smoothie Madness uh, or any other ideas. So it's a really lucky, fortunate thing. And also thank you to everyone who is an essential worker and everyone watching. Uh, good luck. And then, yes. So so before quarantine, about the same. I don't really spend a, much, lot, a lot of money on stuff. What do you think? Okay, I well, mean, just like just max out our Roth IRA. Ah, yeah, yes and no. Okay, so what's your income going to be like when unemployment goes down? I'll have no income, but I will have, hopefully, these book sales, in addition to the book sales I'm already making, and hopefully I can do something with Smoothie Mountain. Okay, so my advice would be, because your income is inconsistent right now, and you don't know if it's going to be zero dollars a month or five thousand dollars a month or four that we don't really know quite yet what i would honestly do is i would probably caution you against investing that money right now i think that's mm. that's your safety net that's your fallback and you okay. need that money available to you i think if you were to put it in the market and all of a sudden the market takes a tank tomorrow it goes down five percent it keeps keeps going down for the next few months and now your twelve thousand is worth eight i think that would put you in a really delicate position that you don't want to be in the only thing I would do for you right now, because you have six months of your expenses, that's good. That's your emergency fund. So what I would do is take that- A year of my expenses, potentially, eventually. Potentially. But I would just count what you have right now. Yeah, right, right. So cool. you have six months worth of your expenses saved up in cash. Uh, where is it sitting right now? Just the bank. What bank? Like, I, well, actually, we don't, I don't need to know what bank. Is it a high-interest savings account? My social security number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Is it a high-interest savings account? What it's just some normal account. I have like you, I have like a check, two checkings and a savings, and I just use you them could, interchangeably. You can tell us the, tell us the bank, and we'll just bleep it out. Uh, the bank that you're banking with, I have an account with them too. Ooh, oh, we also have the the phone call for you to do. Oh, so if you want to, well, we'll get to that in a second. I I have the same bank as you do, and I use that just for my checking account. I think this this bank, I won't mention it, guys, but this bank for a checking account is fine. I would not keep with them more than like 2000 bucks. I, I keep one month of your expenses with them. Open up an account with Ally Bank. Totally free. Tonight you should do this. They pay 1% on their savings account. So you're going to get a totally free bank account. There's no minimums. There's no hidden fees. There's nothing. You'll get 1% on your money because where you're getting right now is like nothing. You're getting like 0.01%. So now you could get 1% on, let's just call it 10 $12. grand. You know, so you'll get an extra, ten, what is it, 100 bucks? Yeah, $10. Yeah. Hmm. What? $10 a month. Yeah, so basically you'll, you'll get oh, like good, about 8 my bank charges me like $5 a month fee for each account or whatever. You don't do that. No, okay. no, they're a horrible bank. Ally Bank, that's where I have like the majority of my money is with Ally Bank. I like them a lot, totally free. Do that. Okay. Get in the habit. That's your emergency fund. What you could also... I was about to say you could put some money in a in a penalty free CD. This advice is actually applicable to everyone. It is, yeah. Um, you could also. Part of me thinks that you, you could put your money in a no penalty CD, where basically I would recommend you put like five grand in there, 
it's a no penalty CD. You're going to get just below 1% of interest, but you could take the money out at any time. You get to keep the interest. Interest rates might go down. So it's kind of like you're betting. I would probably just say take the 1% right now. Open up a high interest savings account. Really easy. Keep the money in there. If you make more money, then what I'd probably do is just put in, let's say you get to 30. I would probably take your 12. I'd beef it up to 16. That's eight months of your expenses because your income is going to be like variable. So just keep no matter what, eight months of your expenses in cash just sitting on the sidelines. Anything over that, I would just max out your Roth IRA. So, okay. So open up a Roth IRA with, uh, you could do like Charles Schwab, Fidelity, Vanguard. They're all free. And just do VT Sachs. It's just a broad index fund. I have no clue what that even is, but I just like trust your opinion. It just seems seems like a good, like it's, you know your stuff. You got these million subscriber plaques. <laughs> it's a safe investment. It's it VT Sachs is basically it, it. You're betting on the entire stock market, basically. So it's an index fund that covers everything out there for the most part. So you're betting, well, not even betting. You're investing with the expectation that over the long term, the price of that and the businesses are going to be expanding and growing and making more money, and the population is going to be increasing. And oh, typically, historically, a fund like that is made about an 8% return. Oh, wow. So That's good. Over 20, 30 years. So some years you're going to lose money. Some years you're going to make way more than that. Can I take it out whenever I want? The Roth IRA is this. So the way a Roth IRA works is that you can contribute. So basically you could put up to $6,000 a year into this account. And you could take out what you put in. So if you put in $6,000, you could take it out. But once it's out, it becomes very difficult to put that money back in. Mm, okay. So And you could only do $6,000 a year. The other thing is that let's say your six thousand dollars grows to sixty five hundred dollars. You now you have five hundred bucks profit. That profit has to stay in there. Otherwise, you pay a ten percent penalty and you have to pay taxes mm-hmm. on that on that profit. So my recommendation would be whatever money you put in a Roth IRA, that's your that's your fallback. That that's a bit of your retirement fund. So you, you just put it in there. You don't touch it. You don't look at it. And ideally, all you do is six thousand dollars a year. In the Roth IRA and BT Sachs, and you don't look at it, you don't touch it, and then at the age of fifty nine and a half, all the profit you made within that account is going to be tax free. So ideally, six thousand dollars a year over thirty years at an eight percent return works out to be, I, I think it's about like eight hundred thousand bucks or nine hundred thousand wow. dollars over thirty years. Uh, I think that's correct, man. I'm going to. You be... got to be sixty to get it. <laughs> you have to be sixty. So. You could pull out, if you need to, your whatever you contribute. So if you're doing $6,000 a year over 10 years, you have $60,000 in there that you could take out at any time with no penalty. But, but then the profits, you got to wait still. Right. But the profit, you have to wait. Otherwise, you pay taxes on the profit and a 10% penalty. Okay. Ideally, you never take money out of it before 59 and a half unless it's a dire emergency, unless you really need the money and there's no other options. It's either like I'm being homeless or I take money out of the Roth IRA. Then do it. But I think I'm gonna like, have to rewatch this part when you post it. Yeah, because because it's it, I'll I'll have to write everything down. I have a video on this. It's it's okay. uh, just if you if you YouTube Roth IRA, Graham Stephan, my video will come up. Okay, awesome. But yeah, that's all I would recommend for you. And I think your most important thing is just keeping cash on the sidelines, in case something happens, in case your income goes down, in case it takes you a long time to get a job, you have something to fall back on that's gonna last you eight months. Great. Free advice. Thank you. Here you go. You're welcome. I have one final question. Okay. Because I've gone through all my questions. Cool. 
would you be willing to include a link to an auction if I did auction friend boom in addition to the link to the book? And would it make sense for me to start the auction at $5,000? No. Okay, I'll agree. You would include the I, link? I, we'll do the link. We'll do yeah, the we'll link. include the links. We'll include the links. So we'll do that. Um, and the book. What's up? Oh, never mind. I'm I'll being do, greedy. You let us know the links you want put in the description. Okay. Happy to support whatever. Um, I would not... God, I, I would not recommend putting the reserve at 5K. Here's the thing. Not I mean, a reserve. Start it there. What's up? Start the auction at 5K. Start it at 5 I... I would... Be, how much do you, how, yeah. how badly do you really want to sell it? Like, is this something I'm not going to do anything with it otherwise, because I got so much on my plate at the moment, and I want it to exist. So I'll just sell it. I'll just sell it. Would you sell it for 3000 Sure. What about, like, <laughs> two? Are you thinking about buying? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. if, if, if you want it, just, if you just want it to exist, you know... Maybe just have like a low auction because you don't even. Don't yeah, know. I'll start it at twenty five hundred. Okay, you could. I would. Like, I don't I mean, want to tell you yeah. that. But also, would I be going... taking advantage of someone if I started it there? Like, because this is your viewers. No. I'm advertising it to. It's. So it's. They're gonna, I don't want to take advantage. It depends of who sees value in this. Okay. Yeah. It. That's all. That's all. It is. If someone really wants to pursue, I mean, my thought is this. Okay, the idea is already out there. Yes. My thought is if someone. Likes you believe in my career is what we're asking them. Because if, if you have a guaranteed brand deal from me and my career is on the rise. So, but really what they're paying for is your endorsement and yes. you to make a video. It's just, that's really what we're, at where whatever the value time is. they choose, but maybe after five years it expires and I won't do it if they turn it into some scam website or something. So oh, then I'll, then I'll void the contract. Yeah. It, then it becomes complicated with contracts. No contract, just a just a trust system or whatever. Realistically, yeah. I think your time is best spent smoothie madness, and that's that's really yeah. like I, focusing on the friend boom thing right now. Even creating the listing, it's just not like a proper yeah. use of your time. And I just don't. I'm not confident that it would pay out. But I don't okay. want to like yeah. not encourage you to. I'm do thinking what you want. the only way to do that if you wanted to sell it is just a clean break. Is just like listen, like two three grand or whatever it might be. Whatever someone pays, whatever gets bidded to two, three grand or whatever, and you will do one video on it or something like that. Because otherwise, if you just do the friend system, let's just say this this app blows up. Yeah. And it sell, it, then Google buys like, it for a billion dollars. You're like, wait a second, we had, we had a friend thing. We had a friend agreement. He's like, no, we didn't. Mm. Then it starts getting weird. And then all of a sudden, you okay. know, I would just do a clean break, be very upfront with the expectation that like, listen, I'll do one video on this. If you want me involved, I'm willing to do it for a set price. Yeah. But that's my involvement. And, and I, I uh, yeah, that's that's the good way to do it. And then for my own sanity, say like, you know what? Like I have other things I can focus on. I hope this gets made. I hope it sells for a billion dollars eventually. But uh, but for now, like I'm not going to pursue that because I'm going to pursue creativity instead. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think. But this might be 10 years from now. They say, look at the moment that he lost himself a billion dollars. We'll go back to this video. And he sold, he sold the idea for 2000 Mark Zuckerberg buys it. How important yeah. is it for you to have a lot of money? Oh, it's great. Because then you don't have to work at an ice cream shop. You don't have to, to do anything. And you can just do creativity and stuff. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It does add more pressure, though. I will say the more you make, the more pressure there is to continue that moment. Because then you don't want to waste it. Then it's like, oh, oh. you built, built this up to be this thing. And now it's like, you, you don't want to throw that away. And you want, mm. and, and you realize too, the more you make, you realize it's like you're in such a fortunate position that like 
why would you want to discontinue something like that? That's so, a good point. It adds a bit of a complication to it. I think I'm um, pretty good at, like, I think I'd, like, if I made, like, a million dollars and I said, stick around another year and you'll make another million, but it's like, oh, but instead I could go do this movie project. I think I would do that movie project. You do the movie project. It, once I get that certain amount where it's like, oh, okay, now I can set up the next part Have of my Have you career. thought about how much that would be for you? No, but that's a good question. So I'll tell you how to figure that out. Okay. How do you like your current lifestyle now? Let's say... It's, it's great. I, I wouldn't change anything. I, I think I would like a little bit of a bigger apartment. Um, um, but actually, it's not that important. Like, I, that's not that important at all. Um, so everything is fine. Like, money-wise, like, yeah. yeah. Do you I, want... Yeah. Do I would you, like to take more trips, but okay. that's not even a factor right now. Yeah. Do you want a family one day? Do you want to have, mm. like, like, kids or anything like that? That's Not that I know of. Like, maybe someday I would, but... I, okay. I don't have any goals, like aspirations, child-wise or whatever. Okay. A million bucks. I would say probably less than a million. So so for you to be able to spend $2,000 a month yeah, but indefinitely, let's, let's even bump that up to $2,750 a month for you to spend that. That's, that's enough, right? That's that, 500 months. So what, what I would do is $2,750 times 12. So you're spending $33,000 a year. Okay. What you're going to be doing is basically for that money to last you indefinitely in a in an index fund portfolio, you could spend about 3% of that every year without ever running out. So what all you do is you take your annual spending of 33,000, multiply that by 33, and we got almost 1.1 million bucks. Hmm. So if you could get yourself to 1.1 million dollars, you could basically guarantee that you will get 2750 a month for the rest of your life without ever running out of money. Whoa. So that that's how much... So I have to make a million dollars to just be set for life? One million dollars would pretty much give you your current lifestyle the reason the, life. the reason behind it is that you're investing in something. Mm. Whatever you're investing in is growing. Yes. And then if you withdraw a little bit of what it's growing each year, it can continue growing and you could be spending the money that it's making. Hmm. So it will continue growing. You're, you're never actually, you're not actually decreasing what you have as the saving or as what, from what you're withdrawing from. You're never decreasing that, but you're just taking a little bit of how much it's growing. Mm -hmm. This is crazy information to learn. Yeah. This cool. is the how stuff they don't, they, don't, they don't teach you they in don't school. They don't teach you this No, they school. don't. They don't teach so you. So I got to make a million bucks to be set for life. And I would say one. Uh, so realistically, it's 1.1. It's, it's, it's like a million eighty nine or something. Okay. We'll ground it. A, a million one. That's if you so. want to live off twenty seven fifty a month, which is more than what you're currently living off of. Oh, yeah. If you want to do twenty two thousand dollars a month, let's, let's even, just say a million. Yeah, that's a million. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, two thousand dollars a month, twenty four thousand dollars a year times. The the least you could do is eight hundred grand. So here's what I'll do. I will list that auction and see what people come at me with. No, yeah, I'll do that and I'll say also email me if. If you want an alternate thing, and if someone emails me a better offer, I'll cancel the auction. Okay, that's there good. Go. And like yeah. this way, it's just open to the world. And uh, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now at least you know that's how much yeah. money you really need. And if you could make twenty two hundred bucks a month, and that you could focus on whatever you wanted to do. Yes. And not and, have to worry about rent or, you know, food or anything like that. You keep exactly as... But, the, but the, the problem is if, let's say, you want kids one day or you want a, a nicer apartment or something, mm. you know, you need a nicer car, 
then all of a sudden now you need some more money to pay yeah. for it on the back. Which so. I, maybe as you grow older, that's that stuff will start to like be like called to me. I've, yes. I, so what I've thought is that uh, generally over time you end up spending a little bit more money because you want some more options. Usually for a lot of people, they're not going to be happy just with the exact same thing over and over and over again. They like to see that they're they're coming up in life, that they're increasing. It doesn't have to be like from from a shack to a mansion overnight, but it could be, you know, you're in 400 square feet. You want to treat yourself now to 450. You do that for a few years. You want something it's a, a little light. It's you want a Sisyphus. It's what? Sisyphus. Never heard you that. push a boulder up a mountain or whatever. Never heard of that. Oh, is yeah. that the, the guy that's in like... Uh, it's like some Greek thing. Some Greek yeah, thing. it was just punishment. But it's like you never get there. So you have to just like... You're never going to get there. No, no, yeah. I mean, that, that's human psychology. It's the, um, uh, why am I blanking on it? What is it? Hedonic. Psycho- hedonic, the treadmill. hedonic treadmill. Okay, that sounds, like, yeah. very similar. Exactly. So you're never going to get there. But like a hamster wheel. It, it is a hamster wheel because, well, two things. One, or rat race. It, yeah, hedonic treadmill. So you're always going to stay at your same baseline no matter really what happens. Yes. But the other thing is that we as people want to continually progress. So to feel good, a lot of people will need to see them doing something, to moving towards something and not just staying still. So you have a mix towards feeling the same way long-term, but still needing to progress and do a little bit more and, and, and feel like, you know, things are improving in your life. So it's a, it's a, it's a weird mix between the two. That's a good, so, that's a great, anal- that's like a great, uh, yeah, just a bit of advice. Yeah. So I, I just caution you that, that what you're spending now, I think at some point, maybe not, you could very well just be like, you know what? I want to move to Colorado. I I could live in a in a camper. I mean, they increase my rent every year, also, so I will need to be making more and more. So, like, naturally, I will need to figure things out. But I'll just look at like friend boom wealthy influencer as an experiment. Uh, I'll throw it out there. Maybe something amazing will happen, and it's just an experiment. So whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. My main passion is going to be these other things: smoothie madness. I put out this book. Maybe I'll write another book. I have this podcast thing that like someone asked me to make a video for. Hopefully that works out. And and then that's where I'll focus my energy. And I'll keep in the back of my mind this thing you've taught me about. Make a million dollars. You're pretty much set for life. You will need to make some adjustments. But pretty much you're set. Um, at least the baseline. So I'll keep that back there. Remain open to this looks like the next opportunity that could bring me that. And here's the thing. When I made Indoor Garden, my invention, it didn't work out, but I made a documentary. When I made WealthyInfluencer.com, didn't go as planned, still could, but I have that book to show for it. What will come of Friend Boom? A billion dollar website, app, or a documentary? Or nothing, you know? Yeah. It's just an experiment. I'll learn. Exactly. If you go into things and you say, I'm going to learn, that's the way to do it. I agree. And a million bucks, by the way, keep in mind, you don't have to be like, what's what's the next idea? Just like get it as soon as possible. That could be over 20 years. I mean, that could be huh, yeah. investing, you know, 700 bucks a month. Yeah. I over... would like it as soon as possible, but everyone would like that as <laughs> yeah, soon as possible. It's true. But How do you make the world a place where everything is automated and no one has to work? Uh, we should. We could ask Andrew Yang, mm. Universal Basic dream. Income, which we, we're getting. I don't know anything about Universal to, yeah. Basic Income or whatever, but that would be the cool. No, like 
I mean, some people like doing waiter jobs and stuff, but I would prefer not to. And I bet a lot of other people would. So that's what we got to figure out. But in the meantime, you can make things like friend boom, wealthy influencer. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I like that you made good use of the time while you're at home. And it, you're working towards something. I think that's a lot more valuable than doing nothing or just just sitting around, moping around, being bored. It, you have something to show for it. That's so true. I think but that's also, if important. you're at home and you didn't do that, it's okay, right? Like, like not everyone knows what to do right away. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely been times where I didn't know what to do with my time and didn't do anything productive. So someday, if you want to write books, you'll be doing it too. Yeah. Are you making money on YouTube right now? Oh, well, I usually make like 50 to to $100 a month. This month, uh, like a 1000 because that vid- documentary came out. And uh, that's only the first few days. Like, like most of that's from the past week. You need to post more on YouTube. Yeah, if you can have a Gosh. set schedule, you could actually be making a decent amount just from that. You need to. I mean, I don't see any reason why you couldn't be that making That is a good point. The only thing is I don't have enough ideas to do it regularly. And so I like whenever I put something out for it to be exciting and impactful and people notice like, oh, it's a new book. Because if I just posted a vlog, but I actually am filming a vlog. That's why I filmed you when I first got here. Yeah. Because I, I want to make a 20 minute <clears throat> vlog that's called July vlog. Mm. Uh, it, just because it was such an interesting month for me. So that will be an exp- experiment. And maybe yeah. I will start posting more. Maybe I'll, I'll start having more ideas. I'll tell you, I have the ideas here. Your Next big video, I think you can get fifty to a hundred thousand views on this. Is responding to the comments of your video of Ice Cream Man. I'll incorporate that into the next Smoothie Madness. I would now. I think that's a good standalone video. Okay. Just answering answering comments, or you just title the video "Answering the Haters," mm. responding to the haters. Seriously, that's it because people love that. Res- what if I made one called "This One's for the Haters"? No. Just responding to the haters, all lower caps. Lower caps. Make it it dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all lowercase. Just responding to the haters, period, at the end. You could do it to the Jubilee video as well. What? You you should uh, also react to the Jubilee video as well. Okay, Yeah. a couple of reaction videos. Yeah. Maybe give a little bit more of an explanation on why you chose Blue. And uh, yeah, reacting to the comments and stuff. Yeah, I like, yeah, responding to the haters would be one video. The next video, uh, talking about Smoothie Madness. And My response would be this. Don't listen to the haters. It would be... It That's would, good. It would, we, need a long, we need to get it to 10 minutes, though. So we put mid-roll ads in the videos. So what I would do is go through all the comments. You could read the nice ones. But if anything is, is bad, respond to it. And just... And just you could, That's uh, going to destroy me. Would it? Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah, if you're able to take an approach to it like it's comedy and you're able mm. to look at this objectively and think like this is a stupid comment, let's roast them, let's make fun of it and you turn it into a lighthearted video, then maybe then it's I good. respond to hate with positivity and I use it yes. to teach a lesson, but I I'm better at teaching lessons in books and stuff, but I can okay. write it out beforehand maybe. Yeah. I think it's also important though that you know yourself. And if you mm. think that if you will see comments like that and they will ruin your day, they linger. Then don't do it. Okay. Okay. Don't do it then. Okay. Because, yeah, for me, when, when, when I first started, reading those, those negative comments for me destroyed me. Okay. I mean, they would ruin my entire day. Now, now, I'm, uh, now I am at the point, it doesn't really matter. No negative comments on this video. <laughs> we, we got such a support. There, no one's going to say anything negative. 
But um, other, otherwise, we will dislike your comment. Or constructive yeah. criticism, welcome. But that's just my message to everyone. Like, let's be more positive. Okay. Then don't do the responding to haters. Because, th- yeah, you know yourself if you're going to get to the point where it's just- I could do it for the clicks, but probably should put it aside and just focus on Smoothie Madness. Smoothie Madness. Yeah. Smoothie Madness is a, it's the way to go. Yeah. I agree. I, I like Smoothie Madness. So, let just quickly let's talk about your your features in in like mainstream films are you still collecting royalties from those yeah uh i i i get checks for like 200 or 300 bucks like every few months from those but at one point i got like a check for like twelve thousand dollars that was that was like in 2013 or something and i didn't even know it was coming so that was amazing and so that's why well I don't want to sound like I only care about the money, but that's one of the reasons why I need to get more acting work because it pays so well. It's just so hard to get. Um, but uh, but I also just love doing acting, but now I've found other outlets for my creativity. We've got documentaries, books, smoothie madness, and even business stuff. Like when I was creating WealthyInfluencer.com, I was so like inspired and like it was because I was realizing this vision. I wanted to create a website that was simple and easy to use. And was it very intuitive? Decently so. Was yeah. A little... And did you use, look yeah. at the courses at all? Yeah. We watched yeah. We watched some of the videos. Cool. cool. It was a little, like, where, where to go next. I was expecting a buy it now button. Well, here's the... Th- a what? Like a buy it now. Like like something something I had to purchase. Oh, no. Nothing is for sale. It's all free. Yeah. It's a free, like, free to use website. But I, it doesn't have a tool section developed yet. Once mm-hmm. it has those, then it would be like something I would return to and keep using. And I really love the community. Uh, someone tried to impersonate me on there, so I do not use the community on there. If you ever see someone posting as me, it's not me. Can you just delete them? Yeah, I deleted it, but okay, cool. I don't want to look at it that often. So got it. if you see it in the future, it's okay. not me. But also, I don't know how I got there, but... Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Are you able to share how much you made from your movie appearances? Yeah, uh, like thirty or forty thousand dollars. I just talked about it on the H three podcast wow, last week. Yeah. So you made thirty or forty thousand dollars from Project X and Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. How did you get those roles? What was uh, it? What was it like? Did you did you know somebody, or you just responded to an ad? Or it was an you... open casting call, but I had a manager. So I had this one manager ditched him. Well, he ditched me. He fired me. Or Stop working with me. Got this other manager. He told me about this open casting call. Project X flew me out. They cast me. Easy. First audition, so lucky. Second audition, I almost got, but I didn't. Third audition, 21 Jump Street. Got it. So lucky. Um, luck is a big part of success. Y'all are both successful. Do you agree? Yeah. It's not everything, but it's a vital thing. Mm-hmm. Ian didn't have to make that documentary about me. If he had not made it, I would probably not be here learning about how I need to make a million bucks, learning all this great advice. I might be on unemployment. Oh, who knows? I, maybe, maybe I would be in a movie. Who knows? You never know. But there is an element to that, though, where you had a lot of work that went in leading it, up to that. Yes. It is not the only thing that leads to success, but it is one of the vital ingredients. Mm-hmm. So what was the question? Uh, That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> what is the question? Yeah, what uh, is the question? Oh, I, yeah. I just I just asked how much uh, how much you you had made 
Oh, and then I was asking about the audition process. Yeah, yeah. so you got so lucky getting into these movies, and then it didn't pan out afterwards. Uh, I didn't get into as many movies afterwards, which is fine. I'm not saying it's because of bad luck. That wasn't my point. But I got really close to being in this Ryan Gosling movie, and I got really close to being in this We Are the Millers. Um, yeah, didn't. But, but, you know, I'm happy with where I am now. We'll see what happens next. Is there anything you would have changed? Are there any regrets no, where you I don't look think back and you're just like, I, I don't think done that? I don't think of that. Okay. It's probably helpful in some ways, but mostly it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think for me, I'll look back at, at things I wish I could have changed or done differently. And then just internalize that and thought to myself, okay, well, at least I could use that as a learning experience Good and make point. sure, you know, in the future, if that situation comes up or yes. that opportunity presents itself, now I know. Perfect so way to look that's at it. kind of how I see it, yeah. That's great advice. When you first started out on YouTube, who were some of the most prolific creators? Smosh, Lisa Nova, yeah. Hmm. I don't really like to think about the old days too much. Oh. Anyways. Okay. What do you, what, what interests you? What do you like talking about? Big ideas. What's next? Or even small things. I like to talk about nature, walks, hikes. What would be your favorite activity to do? If you could pick anything that you could do. Going for a long walk. Okay. Oh, and creativity. How long? Two hours. Quarantine has given me a lot of time to go for walks. It's been really good for that. And I'm lucky that I have the unemployment coming in. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't yeah. think I will anymore now that I have other money coming in. I'll have to report it and cancel the unemployment. Right. But that's okay because it'll, it'll be more than unemployment would yeah. have been. Where do you like to walk to? Everywhere. I love discovering new places, like places I haven't ever walked before. Through quarantine, I've discovered so many nooks and crannies in my neighborhood. It's it's odd, but now I feel like going on a walk. Like that, oh, I, yeah, I know. Like, that, like, I, like you talking about your excitement makes me be like, "There's so many places." Like I, I would love walk. to go on a walk right now. Yeah, I, and I haven't been able to do it so much this week. That's why I think that I couldn't sleep because I've like instead I've had all these ideas going, and uh, which is exciting, but you got to balance it out. Gosh, I want to go on a long walk. Just like n- nothing in particular, just just walk. We can do that tonight if you'd like, oh, if no. you want to go alone. No, no, I'm good. I've got to cook dinner. got to cook <laughs> dinner tonight. Would you consider yourself more introverted or extroverted? Uh, introverted. That's why I like walks. Do you think, would you would you like a walking partner, like someone to walk with, or you That's prefer good to walk too. That's good, alone? too, but I like both. Okay. I like both. But yeah, if you had friendboom.com, you could go on, what do I want to do? Go for a hike with someone? And you go for a hike with someone who has a nice, compatible what personality. What would you do if you didn't like the person after 20 minutes? Like, you start on the walk. There should be, like, then... an ejector button. <laughs> no, no, you got to be nice still. Because uh, uh, then you just you just have to use your social skills. So you would just... Can you get ratings? Like, can, you, <laughs> can they have, like, a public rating? Not a public one, but you can report on your experience. So Friend Boom can improve its algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone has a whole bunch of negatives, <laughs> they, stop, they stop recommending Yeah, they person. stop pushing well, it. They that shadow ban the person. That way, that way the algorithm could, like, navigate, like, how to adjust itself so that it, like, knows <laughs> to, like, okay, we didn't succeed this time. Let's do it better next time. And then if a person cancels the Hangout... Yes. Like, and doesn't report it, they get suspended from the platform. I would agree. Imagine putting two low ratings. Yeah, that's what they would yeah. do. They put the lows together. Well, it wouldn't together. be a it wouldn't be a five star system. 
Also, I think your battery's low. Um, oh. Friend boom would adjust its algorithm, and you wouldn't give ratings on a five-star system. Actually, I shouldn't talk about it anymore. I'll seem like I'm just going on and on. I don't want it to be too pitchy or anything. It's not pitchy. But yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So it, would be a fi- it wouldn't be a five-star system. It would be more, were you compatible or not? What would you look for yeah. instead? So it's not rating a person numerically. Mm-hmm. It's rating the algorithm's match mm. abilities. Gotcha. And the algorithm learns from that. Ideally, yeah. it doesn't exist I mean, yet. I would so probably hopefully. do the same thing. I think if I were matched with a friend to go on a walk, and after 20 minutes, it's just like I'm just bored out of my. I'd probably do the walk, finish it off, and then afterwards, it's that's an awkward. Then then it's awkward at that point. Like, hey man, I don't know if we can go on another walk after. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it was terrible. Unless it was like a really, really, really bad. But you're looking time at the and, worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that would ever happen. To yeah, the point you just where, like, ghost them. Like the messaging should be on the. Well, app. Okay, look, that's why you can't launch this until the personality rating system has been thoroughly vetted. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. very sophisticated personality rating system, or yeah. personality. Not rating, uh, personality test. No. Yeah. It's almost like you're making a dating app just for friendship. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also with games involved and stuff. Yeah. So, and do you want to hear about the business model or should we wrap things up? I let's hear about the business model. Freemium. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's free to use for the most part, but if you want to like unlock certain games, then you pay to use those games. Or if you want to match with like up to, if you've already done like used five matches, like in a week and you've like already done five hangouts then you have to pay for your sixth, seventh, et cetera. Like, yeah. so everything after five you pay for, you pay for the games and stuff. And then uh, additionally, you gamify the whole thing. So people want to keep using it. So you can somehow have leaderboards and stuff. I don't know how you would do that, but maybe there's some way to gamify it. Most hangouts. Yeah. Or, I mean, that <laughs> might not, that I might not to say the most, the most, like the most people you've hung out with. Yeah. And you call it the most. I don't home. think that should be. <laughs> I don't think it should be like you should be a contest of who can hang out with the most people because that's like the wrong. (laughs) That's right, man. We got to wrap this up. I have another hangout coming over. Oh, oh, okay. Um, So, 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 but yeah, um, yeah, like some other way to gamify it. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm thinking like five people is a lot. Like five people to hang out. Five people in a week. Yeah, yeah. You should do everything after three hangouts. Yeah, you pay for something like that. Advertising is where I think a good amount of yeah. Money. Advertising, oh, we'll put you know, advertising. Like on here's it. here's where I think um, like Waze could make a lot of money. Is uh, like you know you you pick your destination and they would give you businesses along the way that'll offer you discounts. Oh yes, yes. Stop. This is perfect. So you team up with Yelp and you say, hey, you want to go to a restaurant? They want to go to a restaurant. Are you open to vegan? Da 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 da. Then it lists the restaurant. What's on Yelp? And so the rest. Par- yeah. So you partner. Uh, with these things and you you do it also if, if it's not yelp whatever rating place you do four star and above only so you know that you're not just sending people to some bad place it's been thoroughly vetted yeah yeah i agree i think that would be that would be it. it's it's tough to then make like individual deals all these like little restaurants so it, you know it becomes complicated then then but making an iphone is complicated that's true but that's also a like a well, I don't even know. Ten thousand person man production, like it's oh the work I'd but not when it was just an idea. It wasn't. Yeah, it's true. Steve Jobs. So I'm I'm saying this not to say I'm the next Steve Jobs, but if someone is hearing this idea and wants to make it, don't be scared of the complications. It can happen. Exactly. 
And that goes for any other venture you are thinking of embarking on. I'm not just saying that to get people to buy my site. I'm saying it to inspire people to do whatever you want to do. And also, this site might not even sell. I hope I haven't been too pitchy. You have not been pitchy. Because, yeah, I'm really excited about these other things, too. See, we could tell there's a difference between trying to pitch something. I don't all even the time feel tired anymore. And uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, being excited about something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yes. Good point. Good yeah. point. So totally different. I think people can pick up on that. And when you're pitchy, people just like if it I out kept you. asking you to invest in it, then it would feel weird. Yes. Yeah. But no, it's totally fine. Do you have any questions for Grammar I? Oh, I already asked them. I already asked all the questions. Is there any other thing, any, anything else you're confused about or anything else you want to know? Or no, anything? no, I'm just going to rewatch this video later. I'll, I'll ask, I'll, I'll seek out the timestamp where uh, you talk about Roth IRAs and stuff and try and absorb that information better. Uh, okay. Because, yeah, that's perfect. If, if only everyone had this opportunity to have life recorded, because then you don't have to worry about forgetting things. Yep. Part of me wishes you could always just have like a like a body cam that's turned this on. This is as long as times. a whole movie. Yeah, I would love that though. Like I, I I wish at some point like there's a little like yeah like a like a contact you could put in your eye that's always recording mm. like everything and it's being uploaded to a cloud and it, it picks up audio perfectly too. But well, that someday that will exist. Yeah, I would love that. And then if if you forget something or you're curious, you just you could pick the day and the time. And you could go back and rewatch from your perspective what's going on. I kind of th- always thought that would be what it would be like after you like pass away. It's like now, you see, the reason I life. don't try and create that is because I'm not passionate about that. That's why I'm creating these other things because right. I'm a little more qualified. But you were saying that's what you think it's going to be like when you die. That's uh, interesting. Well, I th- I think it's it's a it's a good perspective because then it makes you think that you should make the most out of your current life. So when you do pass away, you can okay. go back and enjoy the fruits. That here's you- here's maybe my theory. So I have a few theories on this. If you so it's I- like a big movie theater after you die and you just watch the whole thing. No, right? Uh, Is that what you're saying? No, you'd probably be able to uh, like assume the your, like your, the movie your, click, like fast no, forward like, and stuff. Kind of. Well, you'd be like in your body, like you can. Like you can send yourself to to be yourself in that specific time. Like it's not like you're watching so you it, but you just certain you, moments. You relive certain moments. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you what I what I think. I've got a few, so many theories about this. Part of me believes there's a chance that you just keep reliving your life over and over and over again. Like the moment you 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 die, you just show up again. You're born again, hmm. and but you have I guess a little bit more wisdom, or you have some like. Sometimes people have intuitions about certain things, or they have they like they have these strong feelings towards or against something. Sometimes people have like like fears about something that are irrational, but they're they're really you know. So I think maybe we we go into each life with just a little bit more wisdom and can better improve ourselves through that. I've also thought, what happens if every single time you come back as somebody else? But then you get that makes more sense. But then you get into the perspective of well how many thousands of millions of years has life existed for? What if you come back as every single life form? Like one time you might come back as like the ant that's outside. Then another time you might come back as the ant that's like 300 years old. Uh, one life I come back as you know, you, my mom, let's just say. And, and you could relive. That was a weird one. But, but, but you, you would remember relive. that you were Graham? What's up? <laughs> you would remember that you're Graham? No. Because that wouldn't make sense. Because then I, you would remember your No, life you now. wouldn't. You wouldn't remember a single thing, but you just get to live the life of somebody else. So you don't believe else. in karma? 
Or you do? I, I do. I do and I don't. I mean, I believe what goes around comes around. I really believe that if you are a, a negative person, if you're mean, you will generally attract more of that. And, and life has a, a funny way of, of getting what you put out. So I believe if you're a bad person, if you screw people over, you will find a way to put yourself in positions where you will, you will experience that too. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I like to think that when, I, when I'm upset or really upset, it often comes down to me feeling bad for myself. So something unfortunate will happen and I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And I'll start ruminating and thinking about it over and over again. And it, it makes it worse. But if I can twist a bad event into some sort of like learning event, or I can think, well, this only happens every once in a while, or I can try to have a more positive spin on it, it makes it better for me. Oh, here's a great story. We could end on this. I'm going to butcher this story terribly, but it goes perfectly for exactly what you're saying. Uh, There was this old story that went out there that was about a guy who lived on a farm and his horses ran away. And the neighbor said, wow, your horses ran away. That was really bad luck. And the guy said, we'll see. The horses came back a week later, but brought back more horses with it. And the neighbor said, wow, that was really good luck. And he says, we'll see. Then his son is, on, is working on the farm and breaks his leg. And the neighbor said, wow, that's really bad luck. And the guy said, we'll see. And they came in, the army came in shortly after that to draft people for the war. And the son's leg was broken. And so he wasn't drafted. And the neighbor said, wow, that was really lucky. And the guy said, we'll see. And so it really just depends on your perspective on things. And even though a bad event might happen now, you never know how that will turn itself around into a really fortunate event in the future. Like, exactly. Really, I, sometimes the, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I thought that was poetic. We'll hit the, we'll hit the like beautiful. button for that one. But, but seriously, though, when you, when you look at really bad events, it, it might not seem like it now, but you will never know in like 20, 30 years even. At the end of your life, you look back at that and, and something has changed or what something has happened. What if someone came up to you and just like killed you? That would be very, you would say that would be very unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then but, hope that you get reincarnated. And right. See, the better. thing about that is for the people that you died. Yeah. So the people who are left are super sad. So maybe them, they learned that lesson you were just embarked. Uh, just I like I to would, think yeah. if you do end up ending someone's life, there is like there's something missing in you, and you can't really live a fully fulfilling life after that. Or you just yeah. you don't get to enjoy the but real fruit. My, my that point life is can. more like usually everything has a silver lining. I guess I was playing devil's advocate, That's true. But, but in a way that was like. I don't know why I said that because you're yes. making a very positive point, but it just popped into my no, mind. It's, it's a good. And the other thing yeah. that popped into my mind is like, just put a, like, this is more missing the point, but like, yeah. why doesn't he just capture the horses? Like, why doesn't he put up a fence <laughs> or whatever? And like, so, but like, but like, anyways, there's all these ways <laughs> the you can, should have been more careful. You too. can miss the point a lot. Yes. Like a lot of the time. So I, I am getting yeah. you off track, and you were trying to wrap it up. So, no, so. I love where it's gone. <laughs> no, because it's it it is true. I think then it then it becomes a game of mental gymnastics of trying to figure out how it fits a narrative. That's if, what philosophy is. If someone is, came right? in and is that and, what philosophy ended is? me now a little bit. Yeah, I it's, mean, like essentially, yeah. not I, not everything, but yeah. essentially, if someone ended me right now, I'd pretend I'd jump I in would, front of the bullet. Jack would jump in front of the bullet. <laughs> but um, but let's say that I would hope that that would that would cause some sort of 
like like some sort of movement or at least bring awareness exactly. to something. Like like honestly, if, if anything happens, I think uh, like that's what reef, I meant is like if if you yeah, die or like if I died, then like still uh, something can come out for the people who are still alive. I would who are I would like heartbroken. So. Like if you go through loss or something. Still, something good can come out eventually. I would like to see some sort of long-term change in a positive direction, at least. That's what I would like to see. Uh, reef then it would make would it make it worth conservation, it? ocean conservation. Would it make it worth it? Would is that a cause you'd pass away for? Not now. I mean, <laughs> let's have that happen when I'm eighty. Are there causes old. that you would pass away for right now? Oh man, now this is. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah right, I let's think wrap that's, it up. Yeah, that's just about it. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, please buy my book. Please tell me what you think about friend. Why is that funny? Because you said you didn't want to be pitched. You're like, please buy my book. Oh, well, if you want me to wrap <laughs> no, we'll it leave, up, you're, I we're can gonna leave it at in. the end. Please buy my book. Uh, please tell me what you think about Friend Boom. Um, uh, please tell me what you think of Wealthy Influencer. Subscribe to my channel. Um, pass this video on to your friends. Subscribe to Graham and Jack. Thanks for watching. Thank you so you much know, for coming on here, Dax. Thank Thanks you. for having it's me. It's been awesome meeting you in person, although I have not been able to see you this entire podcast. Yeah, me and Jack can't see each other, so if there, I like look off the into the box, distance yeah. while we're conversing, that's why. There's a light box with a towel over it <laughs> to be a, like to act as a light diffuser, that's and true. it's just. Do you want me to turn this camera to show? No, you're good. If you actually, it'd be a good, if you want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, turn it around. Do it'd it. be a good. Yeah. Uh, outro. Can you? Can you? Uh, if you want to hire me as a filmmaker. All right. Can you zoom in on us? There we go. So with that said, you guys, <laughs> thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate it. Make sure to like, subscribe. Uh, I'm going to link to all of Dax's information down below in the description uh, where you can also get, by the way, Dax, you need to get your two free stocks down below get, in the description. Get in the, get in the, get in the frame. Oh, do you yeah, want to well, be in? I'm worried about Corona. But... Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you can get your two free stocks down below in the description when you deposit $100 on Weeble. One of the stocks could potentially be worth all the way up to how much, Jack? Fourteen hundred dollars. Whoa! Have you gotten your two free stocks yet? This sounds really pitchy. You can get your two free stocks. I'm <laughs> passionate about it though. I get excited about Weeble's two free stocks. You can get your two you seriously should get two free it's it's free. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I trust your money so, for sure. Yeah, so all you do now now it sounds pitchy, but no, seriously, all you do, use the link in the description. <laughs> seriously, use the link in the description. <laughs> Uh, deposit $100 on Weeble when you open an account. What, you, what they're going to do is after about seven days or so, they're going to give you two free stocks to open. One of those stocks is going to be worth anywhere from like 3 bucks to $12. The next one is going to be worth anywhere from about $8 to $1,400. So you deposit 100 The least you're going to make from that is maybe like 12 bucks. The very most you can make is like 1400 So for a $100 investment... You'll make some money back, and you could just withdraw the money at any time. So if you decide afterwards you just want the money, you could just take the money out. But you have to wait, I think, like a week or two. But anyway, that that's my pitch. Cool. Like, subscribe. Oh, how are we going to do thumbnail? All right, we're good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what's the plan now? <laughs> oh, should we do the intro? Uh, yeah, we could do the intro. Uh, I don't know if we need an intro. Yeah. yeah, we introduced you, but we usually oh. have like a welcome back to Okay, me. let's just do it really quick. One second. Yeah.